0: There. Now I can see you. May the peace of Christ be with you. Amen. I am Kathy Stengel, one of the pastors here, and I want um, to just share a couple of things. One is that if you brought an angel, you can hang that on the tree, one of the two trees on this side. Um, if you would like and uh, Just make sure that if you want them back that they are marked with your name So that when the tree is dismantled on that sad day after Epiphany Then um, you can make sure you get them back The other thing is is that when you came in you may or may not have noticed that there's a giant set of wings out there Um, and if you didn't I don't want to make anybody turn their neck in a way that causes them struggle, but it's straight back there. It's basically a photo backdrop, and the idea is that you'll take each other's pictures in front of that with your arms out so that you can be an angel. And see, you know, your pastors are angels except for Scott. He's not an angel yet, but he'll earn his wings quite soon in the very human way, not like it's a wonderful life not like that so what we'd like to do is to just keep collecting those pictures and um there are some of us who are willing to take pictures there are i'm sure we just have fun with it it's the idea is that there are angels among us and you are they the other announcements are in the bulletin poinsettias today's the last day to order them um and there is going to be a caroling party on December 18th in the evening and there's a sign up sheet out there for that so that we can round up the voices and go and sing happy and good news to those who might appreciate that um also angel trees the bring those in next week but there are still some gifts on the trees so uh we welcome you to participate in that Mostly, in the midst of all of the moving and grooving around Christmas, gifts and shopping, on this Sunday of peace, we hope and pray that you will find this space to be lovely and worshipful and a time for you to just be as you are. Amen.
1: I turned it on. Okay, it's so nice to see you all here today. I'm Jennifer, and I'm one of the pastors here. Last week, we witnessed Zachariah freaking out when the otherworldly angel creature appeared to him at the altar in the temple. But this week, we're going to talk about Mary, and she was simply perplexed by her encounter with an angel. Why would such an incredible message come to a common girl, just barely a woman, Then her reply to such a foretelling about her purpose in life was also simple. Let it be so, for nothing is impossible with God. There are angels among us that may not meet the eye. There are messages of peace coming from a choir on high. But don't just look up, for the way God works is to plant more peace right here on earth. Just like it was with Jesus' birth, there are angels among us, bringing peace on earth. Do not be afraid. Holy living God, blessed Jesus, guiding spirit. Grant us openness to hear your message. And with the angel messengers above us, among us, And within us, we are going to sing and the candle of peace will come in.
2: Morning to everyone online. We're going to start our hymns with O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. I invite you to stand if you're able. it came upon a midnight clear, and most of you are probably well aware of some of the words in some of these carols that we love so much, Emmanuel meaning God with us, but last night a gentleman brought up to me, do we know what we're singing when we sing cloven skies? And maybe some of you do but in case you don't it means the sky was separated to reveal the angels and another word in this song is babel at referencing the tower of babel and babel in Hebrew means confusion so just to give you a little idea of what we're singing <laughs>
3: Church, we Come now to our time of sharing, the time in which we move in the world and share those gifts that God has given to us. Some of those gifts are simply our talents. Some of those gifts are the words that God puts in our spirit. Some of those gifts are our finances and other blessings, because we know they make a difference in the lives of so many. In your bulletins this morning, you received another mission moment envelope, and that is for the Good Samaritan Fund. Please consider adding to your gift so that we might support this and the good work of the church may continue in this way. For now, let the Spirit of God move in you and on you as we move and share.
2: The song I'm going to share with you this morning is called Be Born in Me. It's from Mary's perspective, but as it relates to us, I guess we can consider that we always have that invitation for Christ to be born in our heart.
4: Inside me cries for order Everything inside me wants to hide Is this shadow an angel or a warrior? If God is pleased with me Why am I so terrified? Someone tell me I am only help me see with heaven's eyes. And before my head agrees, my heart is on its knees. Holy is He,
0: blessed am I.
4: born in me. All this time we've waited for the promise. All this time you've waited for my arms. Did you wrap yourself inside the unexpected? you
3: Almighty and generous God, the giver of every good and perfect gift, please receive that which we give to you today. It flows from our hearts as we seek to follow you wherever you would lead, seek to bless you however we can, seek to hold you high in this world. Please take this gift as it is dedicated to the honor and glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Let's take our seats. So as we come to today's time of prayer, time where we open our hearts together and go before God, are there things that we would lay down as one, things where we would take up each other's burdens as the scripture teaches, as well as lift high those joys as we testify to how great our God is? Anyone have anything they'd like to share that we might be in prayer together? Okay. So Yvonne is asking for prayers for her sister. She's dealing with sciatica and it's been pretty debilitating. So please keep her in prayer as well. A teacher I used to work with was with and he's Okay. Okay, so a former colleague, diagnosed with non-hodgkin's lymphoma and it's pretty advanced so we want to keep them in prayer as well. Lynn? My girlfriend who was diagnosed
0: with stage four non-hodgkin's lymphoma texted me two nights ago that she went to her oncologist
3: and is in remission. Oh beautiful <laughs> good news good news. <laughs> So, for those of you who may not have heard that Lynn was sharing that someone she knew with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in stage four was just told she was in remission. So that is beautiful news about hope in the midst of all of this. Carol. Hmm. So Carol is sharing that a friend of hers, um, the friend's son, was found dead unexpectedly and um, had recently been married as well. And so it's, um, the, magnity, the magnitude of the tragedy is, feels that much more for folk. So we want to keep all of them covered in prayer. Anything else? Mike. indeed. So I believe everybody heard that, but for those who may not have, Lee Muir, who's a member of our church family, uh, regular attendee, has, his health has declined. He's now in uh, the hospital with DNR and having difficulty breathing. And what Pastor Mike shared is that he's expressed his readiness to go. So we feel that tug of both emotions, knowing how much we would miss him, but also knowing that he's going on to an eternal reward that he trusts and our God is good. Anything else, Louis? Okay, so your sister-in-law's brother is which is that right? Sister-in-law's brother, Louis's uh, sister-in-law, her, her brother died, so he's asking for Vicky and her family to be covered as well. Then let's go to God together. Almighty and eternal one, the one who gives such hope, the one who gives such peace. Your people are gathered here this morning with our hearts open, lifting our voices in praise because we know that you are good. That in the midst of the ways the world can make us feel so many different emotions, in the ways in which circumstances can wear us out and beat us down, in the ways in which news can weigh heavy on the heart, you give hope, you give peace, and you are good. And so with news among us today that can be hard to hear, with people's hearts that are feeling loss and feeling pain, feeling compassion for those who are dealing with loved ones who may have gone on to their rewards. Lord God, in the midst of it all, we have a hope that is unshakable because you have shown us that you are who you always promised you would be. That when the valley is deep and dark, you are with us. When the mountain is high and cold, you are with us. When we find ourselves surrounded by storm and wave, you are with us. And you are the one who commands all these things. So Lord, in it, in our unshakable hope, We continue to hold on. And Lord, in those times when it feels far away, just as we heard sung for us today, Lord, we ask that you be born in us anew, be born in us in a new way. Spirit, fall on us in a fresh way when we need that extra help. Lord God, this is a day in which we focus on our peace. Because as we said, the word can come that may hurt us. A word may come that may surprise us, but in it all, we can have peace because you are still in control. You are still on the throne. And when it's hard and when it hurts, Lord, we may be upset, but underneath it all are your promises. Underneath it all is your unmovable hand. Underneath it all is that spirit that will surround us and carry us through. And even when we are disturbed, nothing can truly touch the peace in our hearts that comes only from being anchored in you. So, Lord God, we also know that in the midst of challenging news, there is reason to praise. There is reason to celebrate. Sometimes it's the simple, basic things in life. Sometimes it's just the sunshine, sometimes it's the smile on a friend's face, sometimes it's simply walking and enjoying the gift of this life and this world. And we thank you for the simple things as well as the big things, because we know that you are there in the midst of it all. So Lord, in this season, in this season in which we are focused in you and the ways in which you are born anew in our souls, grant us peace. Grant us hope. Grant us what you know we need to lift you high as we follow where you lead and celebrate what you have done. In Jesus' most holy name we pray. Amen.
5: morning our reading today is from luke chapter 1 verses 26 to 56. in the sixth month of elizabeth's pregnancy god sent the angel gabriel to nazareth a town in galilee to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named joseph a descendant of david the virgin's name was mary the angel went to her and said greetings you who are highly favored the lord is with you mary was greatly troubled at these words May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, blessed are you among women and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of the Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. And Mary said, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my savior, for he has been mindful of the humbled state of his servant. <clears throat> from now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has, permanently, or he has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Of the four Gospels, Luke is the only one that we hear of Mary's song. Mary's visiting her cousin Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist, and Elizabeth asks, How could this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Mary's aware at this point that she's going to give birth to the Christ child. The angel Gabriel has spoken to her and shared God's plan but it seems that when she hears Elizabeth's question, she's overtaken with a spirit of praise. Mary's song is a song of praise. She's not just sharing her thoughts with her cousins. She's saying that the Lord is great and her spirit is rejoicing with the news that has come to her. Her acceptance of the angel's message is extraordinary. Because being pregnant before marriage could have resulted in a severe and humiliating sentence if Joseph had rejected her. The what is of the moment Mary Mary focuses on, rather than sticking with the how can this be, allowed God to use her in a most powerful way. Today, Mary's song is called the Magnificant, meaning my soul magnifies the Lord. There are a few things in this world quite like a good song. A song can stick in your memory like nothing else. How many of you can remember how to find the area of a triangle or recite Puck's soliloquy from A Midsummer's Night Dream? I can because I had to remember that in high school. Or can you recall the year that Magellan circumnavigated the globe? At this moment, I can't do that without Googling it. a good song I bet right now all of you could recite the lyrics to your favorite song even if you first heard it decades ago I'm willing to bet that if you were on your way home from church and there was a song that came on that you hadn't heard in years you would still know most of the words most of us don't know the lines of every character in musicals like Mary Poppins or rent or Hamilton but probably some of you know the words to help the medicine go down. Or even if you haven't seen the movie Frozen, you've likely heard Let It Go enough times to hear it and mumble it in your sleep. A good song can stir something within us like nothing else can. Sure, there's songs that get our toes to tapping, our heads to bobbing, and even our fingers to snapping, and sometimes our hands to clapping. But then there are the songs written by people like Dylan, Elton John, John Lennon, that stir something deeper within us, something more than simply an urge to listen or dance. Those are those songs that provoke us. They provoke us to listen to stories that we would otherwise ignore. They provoke us to look within ourselves to examine the kind of person we have in light of those around us. There are those songs that provoke us to actions, songs that unapologetically provoke us to think differently, to be different. Those kinds of songs don't usually make the top 40 lists, but when we hear them and we listen to their words, they stir something so deep within us that they just might cause us to do something. I think of songs like Where's the Love by Black Eyed Peas, and I know a lot of you haven't probably listened to that, but its lyrics are about the empathy for our fellow man and racial harmony. I think of songs like Beautiful by Christina Aguilera, and how it speaks on body positivity and bullying to her youth. And at this time of year, I can't help but think of the Christmas hymn, O Holy Night. And the stanza that says, truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Chain shall he break for the slave is our brother. And in his name all oppression shall cease. When I hear songs like these, there's something that's stirred within me that I simply can't ignore. There are few, truly few things in this world that are quite like a good song because there's few things in this world that can provoke our hearts to action like those songs. We spend a lot of time wishing things weren't the way they actually were, that our ability to creatively see how God might be working within our undesired situation is diminished by all the energy we spend on our denial or that we passively wait for things to change for us. Peace comes when we accept what is and we're able to use our energy to live into the what's next. Instead of waiting for things to be more peaceful, how can we be the ones to go out and offer more peace? I think the song we've heard from Mary is no different. It's the kind of song that if we truly listen to the words, it can't help but provoke something deep within us. Think of the one who's singing this song, Mary. Just 15 short verses prior to the song, she's told she's gonna to conceive and bear a son, even though she herself is a virgin. More likely, just a teenager. But rather than rejecting this news out of sheer fright and concern over the social implications of a suddenly unwed teenage pregnancy, Mary says in verse 38, Here I am, servant of the Lord, let it be according to your word. Mary humbly accepts the reality that's upon her. She will bear the Son of God. And though the news is not exactly joyous for Mary, no doubt, she knows what can happen to an unwed girl when she begins to show. So she hastily travels to see her much older cousin Elizabeth, who is miraculously pregnant herself. Upon Elizabeth's greeting and her child, John the Baptist leap with recognition. The next words we hear from Mary after her humble acceptance are the words of the Magnificat. Mary's song of praise. If you take a moment to really read or listen to Mary's song, you'll quickly see why it wouldn't stand a chance as a pop tune or even a top 10 song on contemporary Christian radio. Listen to some of these lyrics again. He has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away. This isn't a bubbly, happy song. This is a song proclaiming God's justice. This is a song about God putting things right side up after they've been upside down for so long. This isn't just a song praising God for the way he has brought up this and singled out this girl from obscurity. This is a song about how God will use her and the child she's bearing to right the balances of all humankind. It's a song about bringing down the systems of injustice, about breaking chains of oppression, a song about what this coming child is actually bringing to the world with him. This is a song that ought to provoke something in the hearts of each of us who hear it. Mary, the poor, unwed, pregnant teenager, a member of an oppressed race, the one with whom God found favor, sings about the justice of God's kingdom in spite of everything she sees around her, in spite of everything she knows to be true about the unjust world in which she lives. Mary sings, and her song is more melodious than thank you. Her song is a call to recognize the coming kingdom of God. Her song is a call to name the injustices in the present world in which we live and expose them to the light of Christ and the coming of his kingdom. Mary's song is a song of hope, a song of peace, a song of joy yet to be realized by the whole world. Mary's song is an advent song as it provokes us to look forward to the arrival of christ and the fullness of god's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven after all that's what this season is about looking forward to christ's arrival like mary there's countless people in this world who are poor who live without the conveniences that you and i sometimes take for granted Like Mary, there are those in this world who have been pushed to the margins of society because of situations in which they find themselves, because of the labels placed on them by the powerful, the religious, the majority. Like Mary, there are even those in our own context who are oppressed and treated with suspicion because of their race and treated as less because of who they are. Like Mary, there are those who live with the constant gossip, the never ending finger pointing the sideways glances of those who choose to judge them. Like Mary, they sing. They pray for justice. They sing with their hope filled voices that one day the world will be put right. That the day is coming when the proud will be scattered in the thoughts of their hearts. When the powerful will be brought down from their thrones for the paid for offices, when the lowly will be lifted up, the hungry filled, and the rich sent packing. Like Mary, they sing an Advent song longing for the coming day when justice will roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever flowing stream. Like Mary, we live in a world that is so often upside down, a world where injustice, and sin control far too much. And so many are blinded by comfort, greed, and selfishness to see such injustices, to see that every life matters. There are those who would silence Mary's song, who would halt the advent of Christ and stop God's kingdom. There are those whose bellies are full, whose wallets are fat, whose lives are lived in excess and power. There are those who like the way the scales are balanced now. Too often those people occupy positions of power during the week and pews on Sunday morning. Mary says he has toppled the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. She knows she's nothing special to the eyes of the world. She's a child. She's a poor young girl who is yet to be married. But she sees her situation as God exalting the lonely. God has seen fit to use a poor girl to bring the greatest gift to all mankind. We can learn a few things from this. Our society puts an importance on prestige and wealth. The more we have, the better we are. But God is proving that those world's labels and prestige are not important to him. He's looking at the true heart of the person, as he did with Mary. The lessons that we can learn are profound. But what Mary teaches us about our personal walk with Christ is even more powerful. One of the things that shines is how Mary has been, what one pastor called, saturated with the scripture. Mary knew the scripture. She had them hidden in her heart and in her mind. She also displayed a heart of humility. In verse 47, she says, My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. Mary recognized that God was her Savior, meaning she recognized that she herself was a sinner. She recognizes who she is and where she comes from. She's not a person of prestige or from a wealthy family, and anyone could have been a better choice than her. She acknowledged that she was a sinner and was blessed because of it. And we need to do the same today. If we confess that we are sinners, God will forgive and bestow his blessings upon us. Mary could have focused on the situation and felt nothing but anger and fear. Instead, she focuses on the blessings within the turmoil of her life. Yes, people will ostracize her for having a child out of woodlock. And some may find her story hard to believe. This happens to us today, we put our focus on the negatives of every situation we face, when we should be giving thanks to God for allowing those situations to happen. Mary's song is an inspiring piece of Scripture. Her words are profound in the face of what she is about to do. We don't know what she's thinking regarding the pregnancy and we don't have a written word that describes her fear of what others will think or about how they'll treat her. All we have are her magnificent words that reveal her praises to God. Despite all that was happening, Mary still sings and all the Marys of this world still sing, and together they sing an Advent song. They sing a song of hope and peace, knowing that this world is not all we have. That this world, with all of its brokenness and injustice, is not all there is. They sing because God's kingdom is still coming. That Christ is among us and bringing us the fullness of God's joy and love and love. And the kingdom with him one day they are singing advent song and it can only provoke some provoke something deep within us for there's nothing like a good song to provoke us to do something to provoke us to do the lord's work of justice to show others peace to go out and carry love into the world if we would but listen and join in their singing The message for us is that we need to have faith. We're to trust in our God no matter what the situation or circumstances. It's all in God's hands. We should strive to imitate the heart and mind of Mary in every situation. Because her words are not just for the Advent season, but they're for all seasons.
0: Hmm. In your bulletin, there's a small picture of someone doing the peace sign. It reads, if we have no peace, it's because we have forgotten that we belong to each other. From Mother Teresa and this table is the place where we are reminded that we belong to each other and that every person belongs at this table. Paul's letter to the Hebrews includes a wonderful word. He says, Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing that, some have entertained angels without knowing it. As we are in this season of Advent, it is right and good that we gather at the table of Jesus Christ, whose ministry was centered always in showing hospitality and welcoming strangers and people who often weren't welcome to the table. No matter whether we feel at home in our faith or don't, we are welcome. At times we may feel like strangers in this space or in our faith. We are welcome. We are welcome to know the grace of God that is already and always waiting for us if we will just be open to it. Let us set aside any hesitation, any obstacle to the invitation to come to this table and invite each of us in a moment of silence to offer to God our confession of the ways in which we turn away or don't listen to what God might have to say. may we know this the things that we confess to god here or in the privacy of our car or our home are all being lifted away on the wings of god's love all being lifted away on the wings of god's love be assured of your freedom as forgiven and beloved children of the most gracious god and may we all as god's people say amen let us join I believe that there are angels among us sent down to us from somewhere up above they come to you and me in our toughest hours to show us how to live to teach us to forgive to guide us with the light of love the Lord be with you lift up your hearts Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. In the beginning, God, you set everything into motion. You are creator of heaven and earth. With bold creativity, you splashed the sky with light and stars, sun and moon, wind and clouds, rain and rainbows and winged ones. With a word, you brought forth the waters, the waves, the mountains, the valleys. you called forth our lives from the dust and you called it good and so we proclaim this ancient song with all the saints and angels holy 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 god god of power and might heaven and earth are full of your glory hosanna in the highest blessed are you blessed are you you sent your son jesus christ he was the message made flesh to dwell among us, harbinger of hope, prince of peace, cup of joy, bread of love. Through Jesus, you gave birth to your church and sealed a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread and he broke it. And he gave it to his disciples, and he said, take and eat all of you as often as you can in remembrance of me, my body broken for you. And when the supper was over, he took the cup and he gave thanks to God, and he said, take and drink from this all of you. This is the blood of my new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me and so we anticipate the birth of peace again anew as we proclaim the mystery of faith christ has died christ is risen christ will come again oh touch every one of us oh spirit of god and these gifts with your transforming power open us to your promise of resurrection from fear and death, in partaking of these elements, make us a people ready as your body in and for an anxious world. Let us become your messengers of hope, in all the hope, hope in all that we say and do. Make us one in this purpose, O God, make us one in your Son Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. to remember that all are welcome there's no membership required there's no anything required because what the holy spirit can do in this space is even beyond our comprehension all of you are welcome you will receive a piece of bread you will dip it into the cup which is grape juice gluten free will be here and gluten full will be over here there are prepackaged elements for you to take if that's what you would prefer either for yourself or take them to a loved one. or need to receive before the rest of the congregation to join us. The table is prepared. Please come as you feel led.
2: you all to be Mary's as we sing my soul magnifies the Lord crying is optional (laughs) but I'm gonna invite you to stand
6: We are
1: Of Advent, that you listen when God puts a song in your heart for you to sing for the world. I invite you to turn to the center and face each other. We're going to sing, well, we're going to speak the message that we have to take into the world. Do not be afraid. You can repeat it. Do Do not be afraid. And go out and carry the peace of god into this world may you be blessed by the father the son and the holy spirit amen